This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams Podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week, featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams Podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. You're listening to Unicorns Are Real on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Today we have a special unicorn in the building. Please introduce yourself, special unicorn. My name is Brian Raynard Nixon, also known as B Nick. And how was your week, Brian? My week was awesome. What you do? I did a lot of driving. I'm a Lyft and an Uber driver. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. So you told me I can get in the car with B Nick at any time. I'm in the Detroit area and yeah. not even know it. You won't even know. Do you have like full conversations with your? Uh, I don't. I don't know how. I've, does it depending on who gets in your backseat? Yeah, I have to like like really pay attention to social cue. Yeah, because like sometimes like people really don't want to talk, mm-hmm. and like I'm all for that too. Because like sometimes I'll, I'll be up in the morning and I don't be feeling like talking either. You True. know, <laughs> but it's a great way for me to like promote myself so i got into a car one time with an uber driver and uh he was like yeah i'm an artist and i was like oh well i got a podcast show me your art and he was like oh i'm a musician i said why aren't you playing your music in the lift <laughs> and he i'm didn't... just like he was like well i don't know like the type some one girl told me that she didn't want to listen to the music i was listening to because it had vulgar language because ti said nigga and i was like was she white and he was like yeah i said Wow. <laughs> you said there go your answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's wild. I would still play my own music. I would rep it. Maybe his music has nigga a lot in it too. His, his songs were great. I okay. liked it. Yeah. He said that he wanted to be on the podcast, but um, he followed me and I forgot what his name was. Damn. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll find you. She'll come across you <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Like if you are listening to the podcast. Yeah. By that time, hopefully, we have found you and you have yeah. been a part of the podcast. And it was cool. He had he uh, he uh, played um, instruments and he toured with Paul Wall and you know oh, some back when Paul Wall was popping. You know, Grills was it's out. The ice man, Paul, Paul Wall, Wall. <laughs> shining like a disco ball. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's cool. I always like meeting interesting uh, yeah. Uber drivers. Okay. Yeah, because he he has some great combos. The best ones I've had have been in Chicago because I I don't I mean I don't need it here because I have my own car. Yeah. Most of the time, and I'm usually the DD. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when I take when I go out of town, do it. The but the best conversations I've had with people have been in Chicago. That's nice. That's nice. Okay, and we like to do this thing where we associate our week with a color and a song. So, what would you say would be the color associated with your week? Uh, the color would be black. Black? Okay, why? Just because I'm black, for one. 
For two, because I'm black. <laughs> for three, because I'm black. For four, I'm blackity black to black. Black, you know y'all. <laughs> Super black. I'm blacker so, yes. than black. <laughs> Super duper black. fly. Yes. Yeah, I think, uh, what was that? That was, was that one of the Spike Lee movies? Where, no, uh, was, uh, who was, who was the director I'm in that black, one? I'm black, y'all. And yeah. I'm black, y'all. Yeah. And I'm blickety. That was, uh, that who? was with Chris Rock. And, uh, what's that, what's my man's name? Um, Alan Payne, Alan right? Alan Payne, yeah. Yep. Oh, <laughs> but who was the director on that? That's, I think it was Spike Lee. That was a parody. I don't think that was. Oh, I feel like. <laughs> that was a Spike Lee parody movie. Oh, yeah. Was... <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. feel like Spike would have put that in something. <laughs> oh, man. Probably so. Was that, was that CV? That might have yeah. been, that might have been Kenny Nivey Reigns. I don't want to say that because then I'll be wrong and then I'll be like, damn, get to looking it up and be like, nah, you wrong as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like, was that CV4? CB4. Was, yeah, that was for show. That was show CB4. It was. It definitely that was. was. I'm glad that popped up in my head because I'm like, I, I know this. I know this oh, yeah. spot. All right, Asia, what would you say? Your Wait, did you say a song? I didn't say my song. Okay, yeah. what song? <laughs> my song, it's not even the week. It's like the whole year. It's damn near an anthem. It's Fuck a Hook by Peasy. I know the whole damn song. Oh, know, that was on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite song. I, I when I heard that, it's just been the song that I listen to when I'm working, when I'm painting. That's that's the one I pull out uh-huh. for sure. It's the go to for sure. <laughs> you just have it on repeat for yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> the whole time, the whole time, and get tired of it. <laughs> Hell no. Matter of fact, the whole project I have on repeat. It's uh no hooks. You got uh, no hooks two coming out soon too. So cool. It's gonna be hard for sure. I already know. Nice. Aaron, what was yours? Oh, I asked you first. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go first. <laughs> you know, mine was a mellow yellow because I was having a mellow good yellow. week. You know, I had I had an amazing week. What should you do this week? Art. That's okay. what I did. I had a lot of time off with the kiddos because, you know, the storms. And I just created a, a but, bunch of art, like a huge load of art. I started making, like I told you before, I started making stuff for our show that we're having in August. Yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to have our first exhibition. Yes. The first one. And it's uh, the first show that I've been in in a long time. And it's going to be single. Single show with us. Two great artists. Plug in. Um, I started making stuff for that. And I'm so excited for it. Like, so much joy because I've been thinking this stuff through for so long. And now that I'm able to finally start creating it, it just brings, like, a euphoric um, feeling to me. So, like, I'm going to go with, like, a, a yellow. Like, super, super exciting. Okay. And then what song? All Night Long. By mm. the Mary Jane Girls. Oh, wait. Dang, I almost did. She almost, she almost did. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Again. Again. It's like yeah. I trained my head. And it's just like, uh. You know, from uh, the infamous, the infamous. 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 <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Um, Vice City. Ma- amazing. Amazing game. I'll never forget that I one. used to play Grand Theft Auto all the time as a child. San Andreas and Vice like, City who, are my who favorites. Let me, who let have me do that? Have y'all ever like actually like play one of the GTA games and then like actually beat the game? No. Um, no. I came close to, you know. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I also like people like frown upon it, but I also liked, um, oh shit, what's the name of that game? It was kind of like GTA, but it wasn't. 
Saints Row. I remember that game. I love Saints Row, and I loved it because it was before Grand Theft Auto Five came out, and before that, you wasn't like allowed to like get high or get like drunk, drunk like mm-hmm. like on Saints Row. Well, you could do it on San Andreas. It, Saints Row came out before San Andreas did. And um, I liked it because, you know, I can go into a store and rob the cash, the cashier and then go to the back and then rob the safe and then get high and drunk at the same time. Have this nigga throwing up yeah. everywhere. Wow. And I just love doing mayhem stuff. I just used to think I was an angry child because I used to just beat up people. Yeah. On Grand Theft. I don't even think I was actually doing the missions. On Saints, I was like, on Saints Row, you can kidnap Somebody's people. just an angry child. See, on San Andreas, <laughs> I actually like played that whole game. And, like, wow. Like, That's amazing. Yeah, that well, is. <laughs> I came close. Only because it was no, like, I was like why am I keep playing this game and I don't have like, it's no point to me playing it no more. I like want to like do the missions and see how far I can go. And then it just got interesting. Uh-huh. And I was just the like, missions are right. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on San Andreas. They were fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, because it was in like, what was it like fucking Los? It was supposed to be like Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Compton. Yeah. Down there. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like damn, you running from like the purple gang, or a yellow gang, and like the yellow gang. That's and- why I like Saints Row because it was all gang affiliated, mm-hmm. and you just had a, you can pick which gang you wanted to be in when you first got into the game, mm-hmm. and I liked that shit a lot. Um, that that was just a lot of fun. Yeah. That that whole game game like industry when it was just like just doing dumb shit like mm-hmm. that. Too bad I don't play games no more. Yeah, there's no time. Yeah, when, as an adult, you ain't got time to play games like that. I remember one time I was like around like probably like six or seven years ago, I was playing 2K and then like I had lost and it was just like a bunch of niggas in the room and then I just sat there and I was like, damn, why ain't no women in here? Like, <laughs> like damn, it just ain't no, like, why am I, I'm just sitting here playing 2K all day. Like, I'm not doing shit. So like that became like the end of my like mm-hmm. game gaming days. Oh. <laughs> it's just like damn, it's no women. It's no women in here. Dang, it's just all niggas. Just niggas. Mine, mine stopped when I was a when I was a freshman in college. I was like, oh, there ain't no time for this shit. Mm-hmm. There's none. Like I can't be going. I can't be going to school, working. You know, get trying to Coming get an home. architecture degree and come home and play video playing games. Video games. <laughs> What am I doing with my life? Yeah, I just look like a fool. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Pitiful. 2K got really fun because it like, yeah. got so realistic that you like was really playing. So like it got real competitive. The last <laughs> time I start, I stopped. The last time I was seriously playing 2K was 2K4. Really? Yeah. Wait, I wasn't even playing yeah, 2K4. Like, they, I was playing NBA Live. That and, was oh. back when it was on Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! No, it was on. No, it was on PlayStation. What? Really? Well, I mean, it was on PlayStation too, but that was yeah. like because I was playing it when I I love Billups. Okay, okay. I would, and, and that's when the Pistons I, won. I so was... the Pistons, the Pistons team was that shit, mm-hmm. and I used to whoop ass with just Billups. Billups, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. it was a one man team. To, I used to play with them on live because back in 04, I was playing NBA Live. NBA live. But then when I made that transition to two K. And then, like, fully got back into playing 2K. I was playing with the Nuggets a lot because, you know, Billups was on the team. Then Melo, Nene, Chris added, I had my dream team there. Mm -hmm. J.R. Smith. Did you just call that nigga Nene? That was like 2K9. Huh? 
You just call him uh, it's Nene. Nene, okay. I can't stand it. I did. I hate it when I hear the commentators hear him call him Nene, Nene, like nigga. I let it slide. Okay. (laughs) I let it slide. Asia is not one for letting stuff slide, but I got you, boo. I'm just saying, names are important. So back to weeks, I'm going to say mine. Um, I say my color was like a mint green because I think I was in like, like this week towards the end. It went from like a gray, like gloomy color to like the mint green was like a tranquil going to this calm space. And then I would say it, my song would be Jane sending my love because mm. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, pronounce Jane. <laughs> and I was like, well, albums yeah, that same. came out right when I was born seems like the right move. 94, yes. You, mm. you, you peep how yes. she gave them um, their correct name and then say Zane? Mm-hmm. Um, because I... Okay. Come from my head one more time. <laughs> that is that is strike two. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm a cool, calm, collective person, you know, wearing my tranquil mint green. <laughs> but you, you... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got you, Asia. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we're going to move on to our self-titled segment, The Unicorns Are Real segment, and it's where the unicorn describes their creative mind, what they do creatively, how do they release their creativity into the world, and we like to have, during this part, how would you describe your physical unicorn? Like, how do you see your unicorn? If you were looking at your unicorn right now, how do you see it looking? Get creative with it. You want me to start with that first? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tay had buffs on his. Top that. See, I, I see my unicorn as a woman. Um, He's trying to get the ladies. I wouldn't say I'm trying to get the ladies. I, I'm not, like, trying to get the ladies. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to get this money <laughs> trying to get you know my stuff going you know and you know hopefully the ladies will attract to me gravitate you know yeah that gravitational pool yeah. i ain't saying she a gold digger my unicorn <laughs> is just, you know a brown skin you know five two fine two he's five two you know, got, small, got the small, small waist, you know. Fat ass. Fat ass. Looking for a dime. Nice chest. That's top of the you know line. Cute face, got slim the, waist nice with a big behind. Got the big lips. You know what I'm saying? Got the smooth face, y'all, you know. Mm. Exfoliated and everything like that. <laughs> smell good. Smell like cocoa butter. She drink a lot of water. Got uh, She don't have no weave in her hair. You know, it's all natural and it's all, you know, curly and everything like what that. What about makeup? Um, she don't need to wear makeup. If she wanna wear makeup for her, then she can do that too. I ain't you know what I'm saying, I mm-hmm. ain't opposed to it, you know. If you feel like you need to wear makeup, then you can do that, you know. But okay. you know, But you don't wanna wake and be like, Rah! <laughs> like <laughs> Listen. Be like, I you look the best. Like, who are you? That's when you look the best. I don't best. even know you. No, but I'm saying sometimes these these girls like, be doing transformations, you don't even know who they are. That is true. That is quite true. But you know, that's when you really get to see the real person when you don't see him without makeup, you know. True. Like, and that's when that's when I, if if I'm gonna be with you, that's when I gotta really see you. you I know, know it's real if I can rub your eyebrows off. Yeah. <laughs> if we, Wait, if we in the same bed together and I wake up, <laughs> you still got the makeup on. It's like, damn, you ain't you you fell asleep with the makeup on. She got hey, clogged pores. You can't, you can't even do that yeah. little rub the eyebrows thing because you know that little they got that little makeup that don't come off oh, the now. Tents? 
<laughs> yep. Yeah, the eyebrow see, tints. Can't do like this. <laughs> see, y'all done got slick. Y'all, y'all, y'all wake up before we do. Yeah. And then run to the bathroom. <laughs> and run Fresh back. Teeth. Put the natural, put the natural makeup on. Like, oh, I just wake up. Be like, this is my natural V in the like, morning. Yeah, baby, you looking good. All right, I just woke up. You looking good. Yep. <laughs> you don't even smell her stank no, breath she, or nothing. She already know no what time. No morning breath. She done paid attention to your schedule already. She already know what time you get up. She mm-hmm. know what time you wake up. You know, she done. Took the bonnet off real quick. You mm-hmm. can't even see Fluff what the bonnet Fluff out the hair. Yep. Put some oil in it. Mm-hmm. Shine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now this is where you can uh, describe your unicorn. Your who you are as an artist. Mm-hmm. Creative process. What you do. Mm-hmm. Any shows coming up or anything like that. Well, first and foremost, I would like to talk about my shows. Uh, so... I wouldn't necessarily say it's a show. It's more so of like an unveiling. It's an unveiling at mm. uh, the restaurant where my artwork is currently installed. It's been installed since August of 2018. Uh, restaurant that's right across from Trust. It's called Brown Modern Eatery. They have a, they're basically a franchise now. They have a restaurant in Dearborn. That's where their first restaurant is. And they have a restaurant downtown on 607 Shelby, uh, right, uh, right off of congress so february 10th is the unveil it's gonna be at four and then my first exhibition of the year is at detroit shipping company on february 15th from five to nine i'm very excited about that because i'm in the main gallery and i have it i would have my artwork up for six weeks so you know usually an exhibition lasts for a month but that extra two weeks is just is great for me, mm-hmm. especially in that space where a lot of people come, you know, and see that artwork. So it's going to be dope. It's that is dope cool. One. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to try to make the pieces as, as affordable as possible because I want a lot of people to have my work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited about that for sure. So can you... um? Explain to us, um, like, a creative timeline, basically. Like, where you first started as an artist until now? I first started when I was five, but... Or three, I'm sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I started when I was three. Um, My parents found out I was really good at five. Um, Later on in life, uh, I started to let let go of art. And then about six or seven years ago, actually eight years ago... um. I kind of got back into it, you know, mm-hmm. just because of like what I was um, exposed to. I started getting exposed to a lot more artists that's like living and, you know, mm-hmm. making money on it, making money or making a living off of their art. And then it was just like, OK, maybe I can do this. And then I just started back drawing and painting. You know, I first started with like a sketchbook and pastels, you know, and just to see where I am now, you know, it's almost like it was the law of attraction. Like yeah. I had these sketchbooks and then I would go to supply stores and then I would see supplies and I'd be looking at those supplies. Like I want to get into that. I want to get back into like drawing with graphite. Mm-hmm. And then I started drawing back with graphite and I started doing pencil drawings. And then I'm like, Oh, I see these pens or I see these canvases, you know what I'm saying? Blank canvases, big canvases. Like, I'm gonna start painting one day. Next thing you know, I'm painting. Now I'm doing like big ass canvases and, you know, panels and stuff like that. And then like, I'm looking at walls now, like, you know, I'm trying to get on some walls, you know, 
you know, next thing you know, I'm gonna be doing murals. Oh, you know, <laughs> what was that, Asia? Um, I was recording him. Oh, and yeah. you left the sound on. I didn't know mm-hmm. the sound was on. I'm sorry. My creative process, I would say, is that I have to have music on for mm-hmm. one. The music is just what keeps me going. What's your go-to? You, I oh, mean, yeah, you said, said you said that, well, but like, is that well, all you t- listen to? Well, I could tell you, I listen to all type of hip hop and, and rap music. You know, that's what that's basically what my art is influenced. Okay. My art is influenced and and inspired. It's it's inspired by the music that I listen to, you know. I love it. And pushing the culture forward, you know. So it's like, lately, I've been listening to nothing but Detroit rap. Like, and it started when, um, last summer, um, I had a few commissions that I had done. Um, and then, like, I just started listening to, like, Peasy. And then, like, I just started listening to, like, all his projects. I'm like, damn, like, I've been missing out on this music. And then I started listening to other Detroit artists. I'm like, damn, like, these motherfuckers actually be spitting. And I'm just like, okay, now I can't really listen to nobody else. <laughs> like, I try to listen to, like, like I don't want to, like, drop no names because I still fuck with their music. It's just, like, I listen to it and then I'm like, uh, I don't know about Drake no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like I don't know about these artists no more yeah. I'm too busy like listening to like this type of music and, mm-hmm. like, I'm feeling it like to the core you know what I'm saying so I listen to that you know then I get everything prepared you know get all my, my stuff situated like my making sure that everything is in order before I get to go on and then like once I get started like I can't stop until I'm like duh, I can't finish no more it's like mm-hmm. oh okay I'm tired now or I get to the point where I'm like oh let me, let me step back and look at it and then when I step back it's like okay now I can go back and like work on it another day let me give it a rest so uh do you listen to Tiny Jack she's a friend of the show say it again Tiny Jack Tiny Jack damn I feel bad because I don't even know who that is <gasps> she's a she's a good uh she's a great Detroit artist Damn. She's so a rapper. Got- She's a rapper. She she performed here at one of our events, Slappy Holidays. Okay, so now you don't put me up on somebody. Now I got to listen to him. You can time. you can listen to her her interview we had with her um don't two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, don't you okay. the Slappy Slappy Holidays Part One? I okay. think you would like it. Okay, two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, come on, side, it's on Spotify too. Yes, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, you know, all that good shit. All that. All of it. (laughs) So, um, do you have any, like, large influencers Hmm. for your art? Started off with um, a guy named Delano Brown. Uh, That was the first person that I've seen. Him and then another artist by the name of Firebomb. And these people aren't even from Detroit. These are just people I've seen on Instagram. I actually got a chance to meet... Uh, her name is Olivia Guyton. Nagayan. Uh, uh-huh. I can't say the, the last name right. It's fine. Um, she goes by Firebomb. Um, and I seen her and like how she was moving. And it just really inspired me to keep like going with my art. you know. And I got a chance to meet her in Atlanta... Um, in 2016, she's real cool. She's real down to earth for sure. You know, she was giving me a lot of advice. Um, and she's really, she's a very huge influencer, you know. 
um, not just to artists, but like just people in general, you know, as far as like self-care and taking care of yourself. And, you know, she's she's very inspirational, you know. So. Um, what would you say is like your favorite piece that you've created overall? Mm. Or do you have a favorite? What happens is I have a favorite piece and then I'll do a new piece and it becomes it then becomes my favorite piece. Uh-huh. I think my favorite piece right now to this day has to be the piece that I haven't even showed anybody yet. Um and it's like not even as big as my self portrait. And mm-hmm. that's like that was like my favorite piece. The self portrait, the one that yeah. you had calls in the background, it was like in the it was like black it was like a No, that was early. No. That was early that, Mac. No, oh, yeah. like that, the, I mean, that wasn't a self portrait. I meant to the say the Pharaoh. Oh yes, that right? one is dope. But yeah. early Mac has that's that's the first time I met you. Was that was at that uh, that that was. gallery? Oh when, yeah, the Black ID. Yeah, yeah. That was that was amazing. Yeah, that was my favorite piece when I finished it. <laughs> when I saw all the details in that, and it, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. there's so many so many subliminal messages within this and I was like ah I gotta just look at this for a long time so I can just try and catch them all that piece was about to get pulled out of that show two days before why oh, why cause of the words gentrification oh yeah. really and, and Quicken Loans hiring yeah it, yeah It. I was shocked I was like yo you called me to tell me that you putting this out and this is my only piece in this show and like I've been waiting a whole year to be in this show like what's what do I have to do to keep this in the show like and then I was like well maybe I can give a synopsis because um that's that's let me explain like what what this means like y'all just it's art for one mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and I was able to explain it they sent it out and then boom, it was still in the show. I was happy. I had another incident where a, a, a piece almost got pulled out. The piece with uh, um, Jay Z and OJ Simpson. Oh. Um, it almost got pulled out of Great Lakes, um, Great Lakes Coffee. Uh huh. Um, I got a call the day of, and it was like everything's great. You know, the the pieces night, the pieces all look great. It's just one piece that we got to pull out, and I was like, got to pull out. Like, yeah, it's the uh, OJ piece. I'm like, the OJ piece? I'm like, look, why why are y'all putting... Well, we just... The management feels like, you know, it just doesn't... I'm like, don't pull this piece out. Tell them to go and look at it, you know, and look at the synopsis on my mm-hmm. website. Mm-hmm. And they put it up. They kept it up there, you know, and people loved it. I just really can't believe that they was going pull out i'm just still stuck on they was gonna pull out because i i've seen it and it resonates with me the the early mac one mm-hmm. because of quick and loans and the word gentrification i it, think it was more so the gentrification word. Yeah, yeah probably i i it's it's so crazy how like white people have such a a stronghold on the the development of detroit that even in art like you can't say how you feel as a black person living that's lived in Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Well, see, I don't even think it was, I don't even think it went there. I think it just touched some people, uh, not necessarily, I think people were scared of having that piece up. You know what I'm saying? And I can't really get into details of why people were scared, but like, I think people were scared that the wrong person would have saw that and would have... Somebody from Quicken Loans that, that, that had a lot of pool. What that... The building itself, you know what I'm saying? Oh, is it owned by Quicken Loans? Not by, 
I mean, it's all it's all that whole hub, that whole down yeah. under bedrock and yeah. All that. yeah. I don't yeah. I don't want to say too much. No, I, I, yeah. I, I, understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Like I'll, back. I'll, 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 I'm gonna say what I want to say because gotcha. okay. I don't. I like there's there's nothing that they can do to me. Like I understand that you can't say a lot, but as like as a black person, continue to paint what you feel and how you feel and don't let any of that shit bother you because like your shit is popping it's going to get the recognition that it deserves like by way a lot of people anyway Mm -hmm. and like i don't want the the people that that feel offended by the word gentrification first of all if you feel offended by that there's a problem Mm -hmm. off jump like you shouldn't feel offended. You should know. Okay, yes, this is happening, mm-hmm. and that this is a problem. But you're getting you you're feeling personally attacked, which <laughs> is not about you. It's about the whole concept of what's going on. It's about how they're like destroying the black art community by like trying to push us out, but then trying to like okay, well, we want your art to be in some some places, and but we only want and we want it to be censored because we don't want to look bad. Yeah. And then they only want to take they only want to take certain individuals because they just want to try and control it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't try and control an artist. That's foul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's what's that's what's so great about me doing Lyft and Uber because I get a real insight of like how things is ran in the Metro Detroit area. You know what I'm saying? Not even just Detroit, like in other cities too, like Gross Point, Royal Oak, Birmingham. Uh, What's that? Troy, mm-hmm. um, Dearborn, Dearborn Heights. Like I go to all of these areas, pick all of these different people up. And when I'm downtown, midtown, you know, and then I see all of these public houses, uh, public housing areas like being dropped. Like I see, every time I go around, it's like a new one get dropped. Mm-hmm. It's like damn near like we playing like the Detroit Sims in this bitch. Oh my! <laughs> like how's these motherfuckers just getting here so quick? Like they these bitches airborne or something? You know what I'm saying? Like. And so it's just so crazy, like when you picking people up from their job and then you dropping them off at these public housing areas and you like start asking questions like, OK, where are you originally from? And they only been here like two years mm-hmm. or whatever or the job they they're creating. They come in here and creating jobs for themselves. Like it's like, damn, yeah. now I was able to like make their own jobs or you get to talking to people and then you can feel like when a person don't want to tell you too much of what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They either doing something that they ain't supposed to be doing or they doing something that they feel like, well, you the driver, you ain't, you don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just gives me a real insight of like what, what's really happening here. And like, you like, you just sit back and be like, okay, now it's just time to, you know, come up with a plan and get prepared. You know what I'm saying? I bet you can like, create so much art just from the experiences of driving with talking just, to people <laughs> just with oh, people yeah. because like i can only imagine like when you do talk to somebody you have like a really insightful like great conversation you can just transform that into an art piece mm-hmm. like so easily yeah well one thing i've noticed is like when i get to talking to people and then like i start talking to somebody who's not as um intellectual or mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then they start talking things that like, like where I used to be in life It's like, damn, like you're not even, you need to catch up because yeah. like, you're f- too far behind. You know what I'm saying? You still talking about the same shit. Like I was in a car with one person and they was talking about like college and they, they was trying to trip on me because I didn't finish college. And I'm like, yo, I didn't finish college, but it's all good because I'm 
figuring out an alternative. Yeah, you have all this life experience to add yeah. on top of that. It's not just book knowledge. Yeah. You've gained life experience. And like going to college, you get experience whether or not you finish or whether you finish or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like you have you you've gained a lot of knowledge just from just going like at least one semester. Or if you drop out halfway, you have that experience of being in school mm-hmm. that other people might not have. So for them to try and say, oh, you didn't finish, that's whack. Stun on people. Like, Thank you, people. Like, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to necessarily go to like a, a four-year university. You go to a community college mm-hmm. and like, maybe you learn more than what somebody can offer Live at a, a university. Life. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like people are just so crazy for that shit. They just don't know, you know. It's just going off of what you've been told to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying, you're oppressing yourself or you're oppressing another person, you know what I mean, by telling the person, oh, you need to go to you need to go to college even though you can't afford it, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why would I go to college and put myself in debt, you know what I'm saying, only to come out and then become a slave because I don't went to college and I couldn't afford it and now the debt is still there. You know what I'm saying? And I still mm-hmm. have to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? And then not only is it debt, but it's uh it's debt with interest. Yes. And <laughs> a very high interest rate. So like once you once you figure that out, you're like, damn, I don't went to college and <laughs> fucking created debt that I can't even get rid of at the job that I'm working at. And it's right. like, yo, like what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like damn near you done made yourself a slave. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow. Like once you once you see that shit, it's like okay, how the fuck do I get the fuck out of debt? True, I'm gonna have to get some real bands to get rid of this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's that's... no telling if I would have stayed there. Oh, that's so, hot. One good thing about college, and I don't want to downplay college because yeah. people, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying it's the the good thing about college is you go there for for really to get the the resources yeah. yeah building relationships with the people and your peers and who you know the professors you, connections all that that's really what it's all about it's not even about that paper because you get the piece of paper and then you get out and then because you don't know these people at these companies you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get that job. Mm-mm. The next person is going to get it because they have the relationships, they have the connections, or they was their family owned that company, mm-hmm. so it was just handed to them. Nepotism. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I was looking at your Tracy Ellis Ross piece, right? That was, like, that was one of my... <laughs> I was so excited when she saw it. Man, listen. Yeah. <laughs> listen. I was excited too. I just wish she would have like posted it on her oh, story. Oh, yeah, that would have been but nice. It's all, True, it's all good. It's <laughs> yeah. all good. She still saw it. And liked it. Liked it. Liked it. <laughs> she still saw it. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, we out here. One now. step closer. <laughs> <laughs> we out Let here. me just do it again. She'll, she'll hey, Miss Ross. <laughs> we out here. You know what I'm saying? I was like, That's this is crazy. really pretty. That's gonna be crazy. Mess around, go to California, and then run into Tracy Ellis Ross, and she'd be like, oh, you that artist that did where my print at? And I'm be like, oh, damn. Yep. <laughs> I guess if you go to LA, you have to keep it on, like a print on you and be like, I got you. Yes. For real. For real, for real. I got him. Got you, boo boo. Oh, we, we can get it to you. We can get it to you for sure. Oh, no, the whole piece. Yeah. No problem. You just got to want it. If you want it, we'll get it to you. That's Send good. this clip to Tracy. Oh, that would be nice. Put it in the, like, their Put house. The, oh, oh, that'll man. be cool. Put on the next yes. season. <laughs> It's over with. Nah, Be like, nah, no there goes Rainbow. Universe. Rainbow as Nefertiti. It's in the universe. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's going to happen be now. Cool. It's yes. In the universe. It's on Blackish already. Mm-hmm. 
2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stepping on into our handing out roses segment. So this segment we like to let I mean give roses out. So the idea is to give people let people smell the roses while they're here. So this can be a shout out to anybody that's inspiring you, anybody that's pushing you to be more creative, anybody. Mm-hmm. You can hand out a bouquet. Well, you can have sink rose, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. The list of shout outs Factory. are all that. Okay. All that. Garden. <laughs> okay. So whoever you want to give a rose to or right. people. I'll give a rose to um Charlie. Uh oh, yes. Yeah. Uh I give a rose to her. Uh Sydney, Sydney Camp. Um I had recently called her like probably about a week ago and then like a week ago, a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> and like she she kinda helped me through a little patch I was going through. I was a little stressed out, a lot of stuff. Anxiety was kicking in and stuff like that. So, you know. Um my homie Sheefy, you know, give him a rose too. That's my dog. Mm. I mean, I got roses for days. I give a rose to 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 all the women. All of y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the women for sure. Yeah, beautiful brown mm-hmm. skin ladies. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I like the piece that you did of Charlie. Yeah, or that's inspired so dope. by Charlie. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. When I first saw it, before I even read the caption, I was like, "That's Charlie." Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, instantly, mm-hmm. instantly. <laughs> it's so funny because I seen her post that that Insta story, and she was like, "Who did this?" I was like. Charlie, I told you I did that when it first came up here. She was like, damn, I don't even remember that shit. <laughs> like, damn, oh, for sure. She was like, I got you, though. <laughs> She's so nice. I mm-hmm. love her um, her personality. Yeah. yeah. Really, really cool. Energy. Um, Asia, who would you like to give your rose out today? I'm going to be nice today and give out a rose to uh, someone that's in the studio. Sometimes they look like they're asleep, but... Uh, <laughs> they're not I guess they're not always sleep but I'm gonna give nah, a rose out definitely to, always sleep. <laughs> to Jaira our engineer young Jaira he's amazing um, he's also a musician check him out dang he's, Jaira that's yeah. two episodes in a row you yeah. getting the roses just roses. dropping on you roses yeah you know you smell that <laughs> he's, he's like the little brother that I don't have cause I always <laughs> treat him like like dirt but it's all with love you know, I I give them criticism sandwiches. I'll have to break them down then build them back up. You know, uh, that's, that's how you family. know the love is real. Mm-hmm. If if Miss Dobbins is insulting you, if she's always nice to you, she don't really fuck with you. Like, nope, that. not at all. <laughs> it's all love, Jaira. And I hope you accept this love. You love. better take it or die. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think she was kidding, y'all. Y'all should have seen their eyes. I just seen. <laughs> I didn't see. Everybody can see my eyes. They're large. It so, didn't I mean, feel right. She said, or die. Can you pop them out? No, I cannot <laughs> pop them out. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, you know yes, I know. I know what you're talking about. No, you he's never... saying pop the eyes out the sockets. Like on Ripley's Believe It or Not. Remember when I used to do that shit? That black lady, her eyes popped out so far. That's, no, it's like a lot of people that could do that, though. Yeah, they just like I'm pop sorry, out. I'm sorry. Y'all can't yeah. see my face, but it's a full shock mouth jar. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> just in confusion. Can you I ever see nobody pop my eyes out? No. Can I pop my eyes? I don't. Nah. I don't even want to look at it. Don't. 
I, I feel like Asia would be the type to like YouTube it and then show me it. <laughs> and I was just trying to be like, no, like, fam. Shit, 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 she would have been dead by yeah. now. <laughs> like, look what I could do. Boop. Like. <laughs> when she did that, oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. Saying my eyes can pop out. He's low key trying to uh, cut into I me. I want to try to cut into you. Yes, because my eyes are large. I know. But yes, because my eyes are large. I don't good. sound like that. That's all love. I don't sound like that. You know, I had I did have uh, <laughs> a whole conversation with Darius last night. Who's at MoCat? Because uh, he was like, uh, I was talking. About I was from Ipsy, and I was like, "Yeah, they call it Ipsy Tucky." And he was like, "Oh yeah, that's big time Ipsy Tucky." Because y- y'all here sound real country. Because I had, I was like, "Well, it's real small." And then he, well, it's real small. And then he repeated it <laughs> just like how she did. And I don't think that I sound real country. I have my moments, but yours comes out more frequent than mine. Like mine goes in full like down south country. Yours sounds like you're from Michigan. And exactly where you said Ipsy. <laughs> you know, when I first went to LTU, they was asking me, oh, what's that you from? Where's, what's, <laughs> you have to hear yourself. Well, you know what? Didn't a lot of us migrate yes. from the South anyway? Yes. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's Ipsy, exactly where the accent comes. The history of Ipsy is that, you know, the Willeron, uh factory, you know, the airport, uh, a, lot of, a lot of black folks came from Mississippi and yes. Alabama. So... You know, most of my family, they are from Mississippi and Alabama um, on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I, it sticks. My mom can't say Saturday. What'd she say? Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, say Saturday. <laughs> or, or, or can't say, um, was it Tuesday? Tuesday. 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 Mm-hmm. I'd be like, say Saturday. I, I, I'd be my like, say Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. how, do, how, do, how does when, how do your family say water when. water 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 yep. there's no r <laughs> it's water water when, not, like, not like we won but like when like when you gonna, <laughs> yeah. when you gonna come <laughs> take that trash out <laughs> when you gonna make your bed <laughs> my god okay mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna move it on to us uh, oh i ain't give out my rose oh, yeah, that's yeah, real yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm sorry that's cool we, that's cool girl you know we just move on i'm fine no we, we no. got into a rabbit hole and you know <laughs> no um i like to give my rose to my friend rachel shout out to her like when i was sick she came to my house like super late and brought me medicine and wine i probably didn't eat the wine nah but was it red wine though yeah it was at red least wine. it was red <laughs> consider it yes <laughs> But yeah, shout out to her because she's been like holding us down, like the group. And then now that we got baby mama, Marissa, coming through tonight, we having a meeting about the baby shower. So that'll be a fun thing because Marissa just been buying everything. Tell Rachel I said hello and that I, uh, I'm sorry for my actions when we went out to eat. <laughs> what you do when we went out to eat? I'm not going to say it on the air. Damn. Remember, I had you and I got cussed out by Rachel. When we left, we didn't get cussed out, but you know, she went into mama mode and was like, how dare y'all say that? Because I think... Um, I don't even remember. No, what it, what it was. Okay, I'll say it. I don't care. Was I drinking? Um, no. Okay. We weren't drinking. <laughs> I was sober. Um, we, went to, um, we went to get massages and, oh. and um, whatever I had eaten, it, it gave me some gas, but I wasn't going to let it out when I, had a, when I was getting a massage. So when we left, I was like, oh, my gosh, my stomach hurts so bad. Oh, she she got mad at us because we was talking about gas. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay. When we were leaving the restaurant. Okay. And then that, that old lady looked at us like... You was also talking about that man on the fire documentary that was going to suck dick for water. Yeah. I did say <laughs> dick out loud, real loud. She was like, this man was like, I'm going to take one for the team. <laughs> that was hilarious. Did you see that, Brian? <laughs> when the nigga was like, yeah, you know, since I was like... The gay partner, they yeah, said, um, like, can you, you just the, take one for the you the team? gay nigga in the group. And <laughs> we need like you. They're not releasing the water to, <laughs> through customs. It was like four containers of water and um, like big like metal containers. Yeah. Yeah, for that fire musical <laughs> festival that never happened. Damn. And um, they were like, um, we need you to take one for the team and we need you to suck so-and-so's dick. And oh, he was yeah. like, he went to his, he, he contemplated like, doing it. He, he, contemplated, he, contemplated, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> silkworm. It's silkworm on the silkworm show. Silkworms on the show. Um, yeah. um, Aaron Whitaker um, made Brother that. Lightheart. Yes. Brother Lightwork. Oh. Lightheart. But yeah. he said he went to his room, took a shower, mouthwash. Mouthwash. <laughs> And, was, and then drove across the island, to the prepare, mentally preparing himself to suck <laughs> his dick. I'm going to have to what suck dick fuck? for water. Oh, <laughs> yeah. hell, and he got there and he was like, I was getting ready to suck his dick. And he was like, no. He was like, I, he was like, I put my hand on his thigh. <laughs> I'm going to just die. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, he, he wasn't even at risk. Fuck that. He wasn't even at risk. Like for, It was just like for some some rich white folks to have water on the mm-hmm. island of a of a uh, festival that wasn't going to happen anyway. I, like the musical festival, it didn't have any performances by this time. It didn't have enough water. It didn't have enough shelter or anything. It had no basic commodities, no more to shit or piss. And this nigga thought, okay, I'm going to save the festival by getting four metal containers of water through customs. Nigga, it's already dead. <laughs> like, why are you trying to like Put yourself at risk by sucking some random nigga's dick. That I'm not sucking that dick. I bust out because I was just like, has it ever gotten that bad? Okay, <laughs> situation here. You know, imagine you got a family. Okay, you got a family. You got daughters, right? Uh, they she... say, "Suck my dick, or I slit your daughter's throats." What you doing? Uh, In front of you, Asia. You I got. Eye, you can't close. You can't close your eyes because they got or them pried open. Your daughter's throat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just have to. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to take my chance and try to uh, try to kill him myself. <laughs> That's, nah, for real. Like, if, <laughs> let's it, say this prayer real quick, babies, because you know I'm not putting that penis in my like, mouth. I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna be like, all right, I'll suck your dick, and then <laughs> I'm gonna run up on his ass. And I'm killing him off top. You can't run Hold up. On, he me, already got you. And he like got a, two niggas with a knife to the throat. So he like, got if two you, niggas with the knife to the throat. Yeah, so like, <laughs> see, you added that. No, you added that to the. No, you said okay. it was one nigga at first. Now you saying okay. it's three. Right, <laughs> I ain't sucking no dick. No, I, I love my it. child, but I ain't sucking no dick. Damn. Yeah, because then that forever they're gonna be like, yeah, Damn. my daddy my, sucked dick to save my. Life. He saved my life. How? Uh-uh. He sucked. He uh-uh. sucked a man's dick. And then you gotta think about how long. Can we do say I dick have to, this means? Do I have to gag? Because you know, like niggas like to hear people gag too. That's even uh-huh. more. Oh, That's we, even more like we were demeaning. just talking about yeah. that. My and they, they the make it, I you know, <laughs> you gotta make it sloppy. He'd he be like, I want sloppy. Yeah, I want sloppy all of that. Yeah. yeah, I you need the noise and I need all that. You know what? <laughs> I want to hear I that like, slight gag. I feel like because I don't have any kids, <laughs> that like my answer is kind of biased. So like, if I had kids, like my answer probably would have leaned towards like, sucking dick. You know okay, what? what if? Okay, what if it was one of your I living family out a way, I would have figured out a way not to suck dick. 
You know what I'm saying? I would have did some because I've just been on some fucking. Okay, in perspective, who's one of your it favorite family no. family members <laughs> right now? I'm not. One of your favorite family members. Probably. Dang, Asia, why are you trying to put him in this situation? Yeah, I just want to know. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay, think about that. If they had one of your favorite family members, okay. knife to throat, you going to suck the dick or not? <laughs> uh, and then you're going to have to yeah, watch. Suck a nigga dick or something. Mm. I don't want to mess around. <laughs> Slip my mama's throat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what you gonna do? I would I would ask my mama if she would want to like be the person. <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna mom, watch listen. your mama's throat get slit? No, he no, said no. His eyes have to be pried open. No, I'm. A, he gonna be like I don't like women's mouths. <laughs> yeah, I ain't sucking no dick. He's like the booty warrior, but the <laughs> opposite. Nope. You know the booty warrior, right? We gonna have to die together. We gonna die together. Are you familiar with the booty warrior? I am familiar with the booty warrior. I okay. seen that shit. Okay. Hell yeah. I, I, I call know, you Chris sh- Handsome. Yeah. Nah. I would have killed the booty warrior for sure. I would have been the first nigga to kill booty warrior. You see a man's butt. Yeah. I see you. It's more I want you. Than water. And I like you. And you know what? It's so funny because like, first of all, first of all, first of all, I'm not doing shit to go to jail. <laughs> I'm not about to do shit to go to jail. So l- let's get. First that. of let's all, you're get... black, so that's let's just put that out there. You're that's black. True. You yeah, know the system is fucked up. So the there's th- there's a possibility that, yeah. that that you can go to jail for some fucked up shit that you didn't even do. I know Don't plenty put that of people. In my universe, though. <laughs> I'm just saying do this it. is this is the reality. It's the reality, but not my reality because I don't want it in my reality. It's, my reality <laughs> is going great right now. Mm-hmm. We on the up and up. Yeah. up and up, up and okay. up. Okay, uh-uh. okay. So we are gonna get off the subject of sucking dicks and the booty seen, warrior. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait what was you about to say? I, huh? Have you ever yeah. seen what? Uh, what the fuck? Oh, sixty days in. Um, Mm-mm. oh I, I, no, I heard of that it. Shit looks fake as hell. You know don't what? the people they don't the people that put that they're putting themselves in jail yeah but like the, the guards season, and stuff don't know that they're not criminals the first season, <laughs> anything reality is fake i mean yeah it's a little i like love after lockup that's hilarious to me though that mm-hmm. first season had me dying what laughing. about the nigga they, they said there was a nigga that, that, that was really getting the into character <laughs> he was really getting into character and i was like oh if you keep doing shit that's illegal you are gonna have to stay in there because you are being a criminal mm-hmm. like there was somebody that really got into character and like oh yeah I'm, I'm that shit like I'm not about to let nothing happen to uh-huh. them <laughs> I mean that's what really happened that's yeah. what really happened to them people like you be in there for so long you become transformed it's it's, it's uh, what's the word it start with an R yeah I know what you're talking about uh, I don't know it's like they they can't they can't take out reality. It was like when, like I have, I've had plenty of family members that came out of prison, like for a long, like decades. Mm-hmm. And they can't they stop re- being in prison. They revert back to that yeah. system. Yeah, and they like they they rather be in prison than be be out here. I mean, yeah. because you got set meals, mm-hmm. you get fed. It's not like you missing a meal. Mm-hmm. You got somebody telling you when to sleep, when to wake up. Mm-hmm. You got recreation. It's like. You don't have to think about these things because everything is but like then planned again, out. And you got people like the booty warriors. <laughs> what I liked about that, what I liked about that the most was 
You just had to bring him back up. We were I walking did. away from Because there's him. no... There's, walking there's, away. Because you can't just like romanticize being I, in prison I think, like that. I think, I think they're starting to get better at that, right? Because don't they have like alternative lifestyle like quarters at some prisons? Like if you choose that lifestyle, you can be in this sector of the prison. But all prisons are different. But I know I said some prisons. I'm not going to say all. Prisons, in all. Some prisons, they don't even, they don't even respect care. that. Yeah. Like, they don't like that. Like they don't, they don't fuck with the gay shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? The other prisons, they like... Every prison has them has them booty warriors. Nah, yeah, not, yes. not Fulton County. Have you, do you have experience? I don't have experience, but I I know somebody that went to uh, Fulton County Jail. And, okay, but listen to this. Okay. <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> that guy is not going to tell you if he get. I'm not. I'm not trying to say he got poked in the booty, but I'm saying if he did. He's not going to go out yet. like, yeah, there's a I'm nigga just, in there and he was like the booty were and he took my ass because that's embarrassing. Nobody wants to come out looking like a bitch or thinking that you're gay. Okay. Like, and people have, when they go to prison, like I know people that went to prison. Oh, it's not gay because you in prison. You gay for stay. Like that's, that's <laughs> I, I <laughs> that hear this all the thing. time. Like they're not, they're not gay because they're in prison. It's just what it is. Where Which if you, if you watch the second season of Fulton County, of uh, not Fulton County, if you watch the second season, uh, sixty days in, they show being in Fulton County Jail and like they was like jumping people who they thought was gay. Like they, okay, that's also a jail a target if you gay. Jails and prisons are the different dynamics because jails, you know, it's not long, long, long term. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. like a more sh- a shorter it's a, sentence. It's a, yeah, it's a vacation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I get you. Prison, prison sure. is you did some yeah. terrible stuff. Yeah. You got like fifteen to life. That's a federal and, crime, yeah. federal <laughs> offense. You know, that's different. All right. You know, you to, in jail, okay. you you got the you you know you can also got more like visitation rights. You know, you, yeah. the option of seeing a woman is more probable. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have even to, with prison. You can. I mean, you don't have to okay. re, you don't have to revert to like being booty warrior there like you immediately because uh, you I have was, hope. Wasn't um, John Singleton trying to put like Tupac's story out there when Tupac? Got raped in jail when he was gonna do Tupac movie. Oh, I didn't. I think that was like why they kind of did go. I, I didn't know Tupac got raped in jail. Yeah, they don't like to talk about that fan. Mm. I didn't know that. One. <laughs> I didn't know you, that you, one either. you know, I'm a big Tupac fan. <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm gonna have to do my two research. Sides. I'm gonna look. I it got up. two slides. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, it's. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's why he has so much anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know what? Let me give a couple more roses out. <laughs> Let me, uh, I got a uh, yeah, I got a rose for uh, Randy Rosario. I could be wrong. Um, and congrats, congratulations! She's getting married. She's engaged. Congrats! That's super dope. To yes. See. I like well, my jaw dropped. Not for not for no other reason, but like it was just like like yo, like out the blue though. Well, mm-hmm. out the blue, I just it was like yo, she get married. Boom, that's what's up. You know what I mean? And like she has a new book. Uh, out um that you should get um shit i can't i'm i can't think of the name right now um, that's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wanna... y'all yeah. know why i can't think of the name you know yeah but um read between the lines yeah uh hanadi uh sam oliver and mac these all are people who contributed to me having my artwork in Brown Modern Eatery. So I'm very happy and grateful to, for them. So they get roses. They all get roses. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Good day goes. I'm so sorry, Randy. Please forgive me. Yeah. Good job, Ghost. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading the book too. 
<laughs> yeah, I've been throwing some game at people <clears throat> off of her book. So that's like, what's up. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Doer, announcer, and the folder. You know the difference between them three? No, what's no. the difference? The doers get do the shit. They get the shit done. Okay. The announcer is the person that's always talking about it and they're always saying, Well, oh, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, and they putting all throwing giving everybody, letting everybody know about it, but don't mm-hmm. ever do it. The folder is somebody who started and then don't finish it. Oh man. So do you need to be like a solid combination? No, you can be you can be all of these people, but in the end result, you want to be the person that's the doer. You want to yeah. be yeah. the doer. You know what I mean? You don't be hard on yourself because you've been an announcer. It's just you like, oh, I done said, told us. You know, saying the whole purpose is for you to be the doer. Yes. yes. You know, to become that person instead of be being the person that's always folding mm-hmm. or the person that's always announcing to everybody before it's even done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to move into our first game. Right. Speaking or tweaking. And what is speaking or tweaking about? You know, we we putting shame to niggas that are tweaking, you know, talking that weird, wild shit that is not cool. And then, you know, we giving snaps to people that are speaking the truth. Mm. Speaking the truth. And, oh, go <laughs> ahead, Aaron. I was going to say, are we going to take we going to take a minute or a little second? Yeah, we we about to listen to Eminem kill you. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a little second. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> so we just listened to Eminem. And what do you think about it? Is he speaking or is he tweaking in the song? You see, so <laughs> I don't know Eminem personally. Uh, but that song in particular sounded like he was tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> sounded like he was on meth when he made that song. <laughs> That nigga was on crack. But it was genius. Is it meth it's, or crack? It's genius, though. White folks on meth and crack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it sounds... It sound, all M's, M's music back then sounds so super genius. You, you know? Really? To me, like, in, in, it, it was a lot of... It's, a lot of his verses was very witty. He had yeah. witty, witty... And, like, the shit that he talked about was, like... You know that shit didn't really happen, but like <laughs> the way he put it together, it was like, damn, like who the fuck is this nigga putting this shit together like this? Like, like effortlessly, you like, know, and it's funny. Fully you know painting his rhyme out. Yeah. Now, like when I listen to his music now, it's it's like, all right. <laughs> you know, it's 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 dope. Like, uh, you know, I guess. It's Eminem. Yeah. You know, he's a legend, you know. I still like the old music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, 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 I shrug. I, <laughs> I personally, I, I think he was tweaking. Think he was tweaking. I think he was crazy. And so, <laughs> no, it's like overall, I think I think Eminem is crazy. I don't think he's crazy. I just think he's an artist. I think he has his moments. Um, I feel like you know when he's on hardcore drugs and when he's not. <laughs> and when I say hardcore drugs, I'm talking crack, meth, all that, you know. Mm. I don't know if he dibbled and dabbled in that hair on, but um, I'm just saying. Uh, like, killing, killing, choking bitches? Like, like same thing like with DMX. What, was it one of the songs he said he was going to piss on somebody's daughter? Or, or something like that? He was, he was talking about lighting bitches on fire. Some, he said some wild shit. Rappers like, say a lot of... Wild, dark shit. So, like, when you saying that, I feel like you're saying something. Like, I could never say something like that or 
like even think that like you have to be in a certain mental capability to think of some shit like that and to say it with that much energy and passion like you would really do that shit like you know not saying that he might want he might not want to act on it but this is something that he's contemplated like mm. I, that's how i feel at least once yeah like that's but what you know I, at the end of the song he says you know i'm just playing ladies <laughs> you know I love you. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Really, Very all these, <laughs> all these, all these songs that Eminem has done about choking bitches, killing bitches, how he hates bitches. <laughs> um, you know he's got some deep rooted evils about women that and it stem from his mother. You know, I don't. I mean, you could look at it that way. That's that's a nice way to look at it. But at the same time, I think it's just a creative way to put words together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the way the what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Granted that it's cap because it's like you don't really have these like things that yeah. happened in your life for real, for real. So it's like it's just a creative way musically to put stuff together. How far is too far? Like what? at what point would you be like, okay, you taking it too far? I mean, that's just like you saying every, every name, storyteller's. Yeah. You think name dropping is too far? So like when people come after people is too far. So like he, I mean he. He's, you know what? Let me take that back because he done did some name dropping. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he has. I mean, what's that dude that was on Living Hip Hop? He, I don't know. I don't watch that shit, but he was a he's a trash producer. You know. <laughs> I think that's what made him so popular, though. The fact that people looked at him that was like his persona, like mm-hmm. to be crazy, like you know what I'm saying. That was like the gimmick. It was like yeah. oh, crazy so, white boy. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like we want you to like. It was like yo, how can we make people take this rapper seriously because he's a, a black he's a white rapper in a in a predominantly black genre yeah you know what i'm saying it's like how is anybody gonna take him seriously you know what i'm saying we go we know that the, that white people are gonna like his music just based off of him being white and we can't just do this basic white boy trying to be black little steve because yeah, so. the first thing they're gonna think of is vanilla ice yeah it's like oh it's vanilla ice but no nah, like he really, he really cold, but like, what can stand out as far as like in his career? What can make his career blow up? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's get him have like super blonde hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then have him talking about a bunch of crazy shit because it's just the stereotype of white people being crazy, mm-hmm. white people going shooting up schools because of the things that's happened in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can we make it sellable? Yeah. Boom. He made a syllable by having Just one of the, the best of us. by having one of the best producers ever. Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that's how I feel like that's a lot how he got a lot of his his following. I mean yeah. think Dre. his beats. His, I mean, his beats, beats were cold. But you know, Dre had to discover him through his already existing following. I mean and that got pushed him. He was an amazing battle rapper. Like you a lot of battle rappers, a lot of amazing battle rappers don't really transpire, tra- like transfer well over to like mainstream. That's true. Yeah, ra- mainstream music. So that's why I feel like, you know, a battle rapper is a battle rapper. And I think it's you have to step outside yourself when you're a battle rapper because a lot of them, okay, battle rap, you're just observing and you're and doing they're the, saying the, you're, the worst you're, shit you're, they can say. You're you're making all your rhymes through observation, mm-hmm. so just transferring that to like writing, because mm-hmm. then I think that's where he deferred from like just being a battle rapper. So now I have to be an excellent writer, because now I have to not just think about who I'm attacking in front of me. I have to be like, all right, how can I 
convey this story or paint this whole story with the words that I'm saying. Mm. I think that's, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't want to just like downplay Eminem. <laughs> just like amazing battle rapper, but he has to be like an amazing writer to be put on. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> like to be a battle rapper, I, you know, you're, you're a poet and mm-hmm. poets, poets are, are musicians in my opinion. Like the great ones, great poets can make great songs. Um, I just don't think that with me, his songs don't always transpire into greatness from him being a bad rapper to being a musician. And then his delivery is one of the main things that I don't like. Like, I really dislike his voice. Mm. It just sounds like, it sounds like, um, like he's like a joke the entire time. Like, I don't, I don't like, and there's nothing that he can do because it's just his voice. Like people, people might not like my voice. Like, and, the, and there's nothing I can do about it because it's just the way I sound. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he can do about, do about it because I don't like the way it sounds. And a lot of times, it just goes that way for me. Like, when I listen to white rappers, the only white rapper that I did not immediately pick off that was white, because there's like a certain type of swagger that black people have. Yeah. And like the smoothness within their voice. And I just, I like that. Yeah. And I don't get that from from Caucasian rappers. But the only one that that almost almost fooled me was G Easy. I don't know. I don't know what it was. G Easy. The South. G Easy ain't even G Easy. G Easy is early Mac. I mean, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know for one. <laughs> My bad. For one, I didn't know who that nigga was. <laughs> I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't know he was white until somebody told me he was. Like I don't even like I didn't. I don't listen to the radio. So like I went out to. Uh, that uh, 50 terrorist plot, whatever, over, above the music hall, whatever that place is called in Detroit. I went out there and I heard this song. I was like, oh, this sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then somebody was like, yeah, he's white. And I was like, dog. Fucked you up. Asia was like, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a white rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Paul Wall had a certain type of swagger. That's how, you know. Paul Wall. <laughs> When I first heard, when I the first, seen the, yeah, when I first the seen the video, I was like, "Damn, who, what was, what's up with this?" And like, because it, it just looked so like not like how videos looked back then. Mm-hmm. And then like, what it was was it was a wave being created by those three artists, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, and Paul Wall. Mm-hmm. And funny. then that's you know, you just see Houston just blow up. I think the same thing is happening right now in Detroit with the rappers in Detroit. Yeah, the artists. Not only just that, but it's it's coinciding with anybody that's co- creating or doing things creatively. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everybody's getting the light because of that. Yeah, some great like Detroit artists that are popping off, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's great that they're getting the recognition that they deserve, and that Detroit is being looked at as a musical city again. Niggas gotta stop hating on Detroit. That's what it was. We was hating on our own music for so long. <laughs> True. I'm sick of these Detroit rappers. It's, it's rappers that be like, be aspiring rappers, like, I'm gonna be the different rapper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what? Yeah. There was no camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so crazy. I have, I, it's not that I didn't like, because it was like some songs that I really fucked with, but I never really like sat there and like listened to a whole project and like evaluated like, like the whole project from beginning to end. It's like, oh, okay, I see what it is. Oh, titties. 
Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, since he, since he got distracted by the titties, um, we're going to move into our final game of the show. And what is this game, Asia? Color Your Life. And what is Color Your Life about? Color theory and how you perceive color in everyday life. And it, it, it all ties in with music which we just been talking about. So what you're going to do is you're going to pick an image based on one, first, the color, mm-hmm. two, the image itself, the shape. And then I'm going to ask you a question. Um, I'm going to ask you, why did you pick it? How, um, like what it means to you and all that good stuff. And then there's going to be some questions on the back that I'm going to ask you. And then it all ties in with the specific song um, that I'm explaining to you. It all ties in together. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun game. Okay. Let's see here. You going to go with the titties? Hell yeah, I'm going to go with the titties. <laughs> Why do you pick the titties? Because I like titties. Oh, <laughs> everybody likes titties. Yeah. yeah. I like that he said everybody likes titties because, you know, I said people. Likes <laughs> you know, uh, people, we here, <laughs> us unicorns, we like titties. And a lot of people, they be like, uh, titties are titties, you know. Titties once are titties. I mean, once you've seen one titty. You've seen them all. You've seen them all. So when you look at the it's color. It's not true. <laughs> They're when, all different. Yeah. Small titties, big titties, flappy titties, saggy yeah. titties. Yeah. titties. Yeah. Gotta the love all of them. spread apart. <laughs> they, got, they got your part in the red sea with them. Mm, fake titties. <laughs> no, nah, I can't get with the fake titties. You know what? I like natural titties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can appreciate fake titties, but, you know... My preference is natural. I guess newer fake titties are better, but like the ones that look rock hard, mm-mm. Ones that are um, surgically done properly look nice. The ones that are like cheap, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Okay. So when you look, when you look at the color pink, um, what do you think of? Women. Victoria's Secret. Lingerie. What emotion is evoked? Uh... Is horny emotion? No. I mean, that's. <laughs> I, said, I mean, it's a feeling, I guess. Feeling. I bet you. So, so when you saw these pink titties, you know, you got a little horny. <laughs> I, as, I mean, it's internally, I did not like externally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I hope not. Yeah, I uh, had, not on a podcast like that. I mean, then you're like, fam, <laughs> we you. do you, boo? <laughs> Titties made you feel some type of way. Oh, man. <laughs> he thought of a specific type of titties that he's seen in his lifetime. You know what? I don't seen so I so I get titties sent to me, you know, to draw. <laughs> so like it's it is what it is. Like I, I, I don't like go crazy over titties. Is like it just that. a draw? Yeah, just to draw. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, just to draw. Like, may I draw your titties? I mean, sometimes <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what be going through the head because like sometimes i it like it goes like from like okay i want to can you draw these for me for your you know what i'm saying for breast crossing awareness project and then it'd be like i get like hard eye emojis and shit so like i get confused like wait a minute like are you trying to flirt with me or you know? <laughs> the hard eye emojis that's changed up the game you know once you send those, you know, it's a game changer. A game changer. It's like, all right, let me try to keep it. Let me try to keep you it know. professional. Sometimes <laughs> it don't, it don't end up that way. It like it get to me like flirting back. Ooh, 
Okay. Yes. Be like, you flirt first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when I created the pink titties, um, the color theory concept that I was thinking of was sensitivity. And then, um, so what I'm going to ask you is, um, like sensitivity and vulnerability, I see them going at the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how much vulner- vulnerability do you display as an artist? Uh, a lot because it's basically me and myself being liberated to the point where it's like, okay, I'm not holding back anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm letting this out. You know what I'm saying? No matter if I'm going to be judged or not. You know what I'm saying? Like those paintings you did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's almost like you have to be like fearless, you know, to a point where it's like, you're okay. You're okay with putting this out there and if you get any pushback or somebody saying like, oh, well, why you why you doing this? Or like, I remember like I was doing drawings, like erotic drawings of like women of like women that were white. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be like, well, where's the sisters at? And I'd be like, damn. Like I was just, just drawing this because I wanted to draw it. Like it's not like, you know, like a, any preference. It was just mm-hmm. like me just drawing that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's me being myself and me putting my art out there. Awesome. So the song that goes with it is uh, Ralph Tresvent, Try a Little uh, Sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that one? Mm-mm. So, uh, I mean, so it's like, you need a man with sensitivity. You need a man like. That's how it go for real. Yeah, that's how it goes for real. <laughs> you gotta pull the beat up because right. no, I'm trying to see if I heard it or not I can't I, catch the beat I mean Tresvent man with sens- for sensitivity yeah you've heard it people yeah, yeah. people were the black community was calling him gay because he was he was being sensitive it. which is terrible I found it you want me to pull we it? don't uh, Detroit is different and unicorns are real don't own any um, any uh, rights to the song that we're playing right now oh yeah you never heard this I song? Did, I heard this song before. Yeah, this, yeah, this, is, yeah, this, is, this is vintage for sure. This remind me of like Boomerang. <laughs> you said Boomerang. I mean, the hairstyles, the hairstyles was the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie Murphy and the Law. <laughs> is that era where uh, Teddy, oh. Teddy Riley produced everything? Hey, he was getting his money. <laughs> well, I, yeah, he, he was. But I mean... With sensitivity, I think that's how I go, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you have any final words or anything that you want to leave off with? Hmm. Thank you for having me and bringing me on to the podcast. I'm very excited, and I really had fun today. For sure. Talking with y'all. Yeah, we had fun with you oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with you. We'll have to bring you back on with some other artists. <laughs> That's and, what's up. And you got to see Asia live, you know, coming at my head. Came at you for sure. I thought it was twice. I, thought I had to mediate for a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I think everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> when they come in the studio, they be like, uh, y'all yeah. got something going on? No, it's just our, it's just our personality. Oh, y'all fighting? Yeah. They fighting, fighting. Oh, y'all serious. We ain't gonna talk about how y'all tried to come at me though. When? Oh. With the with the uh with the tea and, and um, oh you was thinking 
You in the sunken place? Oh, yeah. He was in the sunken place. Oh, dang. Now that we brought it up. <laughs> you shouldn't even did that. That's 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 so, why he was So drawn. you said people used to say you was in a sunken place. It was because he and was you drawing them, them white women. It was, it, was it because you was drawing white women? I mean. Was you with a lot of white women? Mm-hmm. You like the white girls? Was is was is white. Not that's why they <laughs> yes it was <laughs> she she Rachel Delzone <laughs> I'm from Detroit I'm from the east side I'm from the east side and then I was moved to the west side in my teenage years yeah. okay so so you dibble and dabbling every which way is, and know. when you went to the west side is that when you uh, got exposed to the white woman or was you getting exposed from, no. from Gross Point I went to public schools <laughs> I went to public schools all the way up to <laughs> I went to public schools all the way up to 6th grade and okay. in 7th grade I was uh Moved to a Lutheran school, ooh. and then that's when things got a little diverse. You was like, ooh, and you was just a, you and, was just a uh, one nigga. That's what it was. Forget this one girl. I was in seventh grade. Her name was Michelle, and like that's when everybody started to like hit puberty and shit. And then like she had like these titties. She had big titties. <laughs> she had she titties had some like really the pink nice titties. Perky titties for for a thirteen year old. <laughs> yeah, I was like twelve. So I was like, damn. She like, older to too? Oh, she got titties and she yeah. older. She was she was white. Yeah. White women always had, got big titties though. Had, no, she just like had a whole body for like I was like, damn, like I never seen this shit before. Like we like when we was kids, like all you seen was like the surfboard. Yeah. So like, <laughs> surfboard. So now surfboard, you surfboard. Surfboard. But it was it was it was another girl named Sierra. She was black and she was thick as hell too. She was twelve. We was all. I ain't discriminate. Yeah. I regulate I like, every I shade of the ass. Let's change the subject. Class. Sound a little kind of suspect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were twelve. Yeah. So twelve. Not- yeah. He's reminiscing when he was twelve, guys. Not as an adult. Yeah. Yes. Not yeah. as an adult. But then, yeah. See. Yeah. I got yep. you. I only had yeah, titties. You about to drop some bars. You over there spinning. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost in the room is speaking, guys. Oh man. Speaking. You can spit for real? No. Yeah, if she can. Y'all just not ready. She got it. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to see what that be like. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah. We we I'm have... glad I got to do my big poem reference though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while he was talking, y'all probably ain't hear it. It's I cool. heard it. I heard it. We we are so grateful mm. that you know you were able to come through. Oh yes, you know? thank you, thank we you, were, thank we, you, thank you. Big shout outs to to Alante for uh, switching in times because oh, yeah. without him, this wouldn't have been able to, to be happening right now. That's yes, and we, you know, we you know what That's we don't want to stop story. you from getting your money. That's another funny story. So the gig, I lost the gig, so I had to make that gig up with some other gig i had to make some more i had to make the money that i was supposed to make today through something else so i was like oh um, he can't say it online no nah. okay <laughs> <laughs> oh okay we're not gonna dwell on that mm-hmm. but of course we are recording in the detroit is different studio and you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher and google play and you can follow us on instagram at Unicorns are real podcast at Instagram and um, is it that, at Instagram? I'm sorry, <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, we also have a Twitter page. Oh, oh we whoop, just whoop. started that. Yes, I'm trying, y'all. You know, we, we about to get out here. <laughs> we gonna be dropping political facts and saying stuff. Some, saying that hot be. shit. You know, we might even throw a little quotes from our past guests. You know, random you know? shit like, mm-hmm. "Yo, I'm sitting on the toilet right now, speaking facts." Yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my unicorn bigger than yours, bitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, I'm not giving. I'm 
You know, what? I'm gonna change the the Twitter password on Asia. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna she gonna get us like in Twitter jail. <laughs> All right, they gonna thank- deactivate their account for 24 hours. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Let me, drop, let me drop my. Let me drop my. Oh uh, wait, uh, yes. Keep sweat voice. Oh, you can follow me on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta commit to yeah, it. Commit. You can follow me on Brian Nixon Art. That's Brian with an I. Nixon, not like Richard Nixon. That's Nick Son. N I C K S O N Art. Brian Nixon Art on Instagram. Art by B Nick on Instagram <laughs> and on my erotic art page. She loved. Be Nick. I didn't know you had one. Yes, I do. <laughs> this is the quiet storm. B ninety eight point seven. All right. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Love and hair grease. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.